The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson all this real. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, that red dropper Anton Wilson all this real, 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 real. They're impressed. Real, real, real. They're impressed. Time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer, and I'm Gary Butterfield. This and this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about the X Men. We're in the middle of the Planet X arc and, uh, of New X Men. We're we're kind of rounding home on this New X Men mm-hmm. run by Grant Morrison, um, and it's getting intense. It was just revealed that Zorn has been Magneto this whole time, and Whoa. Magneto has has separated the X Men from one another. Scott is MIA, Phantom X, not an X Men. We don't care about him anymore. Uh, Scott, <laughs> Logan, and, and Jean in space. Uh, mm-hmm. Emma and Beast are blown up in a plane. Xavier has been kidnapped by. Magneto and Magneto has his new brotherhood of evil in the form of his special class. Yep. Uh, and our cover here is of Magneto triumphantly stepping on uh, the ruins of Xavier Institute while floating the Zorn skull like it was, uh, I don't know, like the beach ball in yeah, yeah. Or the, the, the volleyball yeah, like, in that Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's Wilson. It's also Magneto has finally got himself a comfortable flowing outfit, like an ambassador on Star Trek next generation. Uh, oh, yeah. instead of that uncomfortable like weird armor with the bolts on it and stuff you know like, this is the it, most comfortable magneto has ever looked if you took off the cloak mm-hmm. and you just put an and you put a giant a on this that's a fucking mm-hmm. chipmunk outfit right there you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> he's magneto like he is, he, he is just one charles like, <laughs> <laughs> charles <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, love it! <clears throat> yeah. Chipmunks with superpowers. I, let's let's get after it, everybody. Hey, yeah, uh, Squirrel Girl. Um, the uh, so so we cut over uh to the beginning of this with him having like fucked up New York City. Yeah. Um, you know he's uh he's staying there. There are tendrils of metal, uh, going through through New York, fucking it up. Um, he's looking out on this like triumphantly on a sunset, saying, you know, one day. Uh, and imagining himself literally going through the streets destroying all of the buildings yeah uh here this is how uh, i feel like when you when you have like just a real great broken run in the biden of isaac and you're just like plowing through everything and you're like i'm flying through all of this i don't care about it um yeah this is the kind of in the last episode this is the kind of like zany over the top super villainy that like like really <laughs> like yeah, yeah i don't know maybe maybe it's just because i've become so used in to, in the last like decade or so since this has been out um or decade and a half i guess um that like we've had much more interesting treatments of magneto just like with uh, the modern movies take have been all pretty good and not quite so kill all humans um all the time and i, I don't know man like something about this just kind of rubs me the wrong way this is definitely silver age magneto one of the things that uh because we didn't get to spend time with Magneto 
So if you think about uh, the part where he had Genosha and it was working and it got destroyed as the origin story for villain, like ultra villain Magneto, it makes sense as an end point, but we didn't get to see the points in between is yeah. part of it, right? Like, like I can imagine Gen- uh, Genosha, which was supposed to be a genocide of unprecedented scale, turning Magneto back to, you know, Lord, forgive me. I'm going back to the old me, you know, uh, turning him <laughs> into that Bugs Bunny meme. Um, 100%. But we don't get to see it because we spend all this time with Zorn. You know, we get to spend all this time with him doing like he reacts to something that should be a huge emotional thing with a careful planning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a bit like there's a lot of stuff that we don't get to see. There's never any like origin story of like Magneto surviving Genosha, which, you know, doable, right? Like I, I have no hard, you know, no problem believing that he's incredibly powerful. Yeah, um, It was a giant machine know, made out of metal. Like he probably yeah, exactly. could do something with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then planning his revenge, learning about kick, trying it. And that subtly influencing his thoughts to turn him into this weird, like 40 issue schemer, you know, but we don't get to see it. Like we just kind of have to buy that. And it, it, it does, there's a disconnect for sure. Um, as we're kind of dropped into the deep end of the pool without it swimming also, in the shallows, you know? And, and this is something that this is just my bad comic brain. Like if you have Magneto basically destroying New York in one single day, right? Like he's just, he's mm-hmm. literally floating through, destroying everything around him in one day, and has taken over the city. Like where the fuck are the Avengers? Where are the so fuck are the Fantastic Four? There's like and, a panel about that. Like it's a uh, it's is there? Rough. I must have missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll we'll get to it. Like it's it's a uh, it's hand waved, right? And like you're right. Like you're not wrong about that. That is a thing for every single comic book that's ever been though. Sure, sure. Like yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not really late. And like, again, my bad brain is the one that th- thinks about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like it's not really the comics fault, but I think what it does though, is you see this huge event and it almost feels fake because like, Oh, they're like, I look at him destroy New York in the background with like buildings falling down and like millions of people presumably dead. And like, we're not going to deal with that. Like you're not going yeah. to ever see the, we're not going to have like a four issue arc about like pulling bodies out of the rubble of New York city after Magneto did it. Like, so it's just always yeah. going to feel like I mean, nothing. We got to see Magneto do that after nine 11. But we don't get to see like like the nine eleven responders do it after Magneto. We, you know? After Magneto eleven, which is what we call yeah. this day. <laughs> it's weird yeah. that it was on the eleventh. Yeah. Uh, you're like you're one thousand like I'm not arguing with you about that. Like you're one thousand percent right. It's just it's always been a thing with these fucking with comics, right? Like I remember uh Planet Hulk, you know, like coming mm-hmm. down, Hulk comes through and just destroys fucking New York and the Doctor Strange turns into a big gigantic monster and fights him and just destroys a billion buildings and stuff. And just no no fallout like i think in in the marvel universe las vegas was destroyed uh and no no fallout sure, from that yeah. like it, it's just you know it's it's horseshit it's kind of a shitty thing about comics and i think yeah. the reason why maybe it clangs more here is because grant morrison hasn't been working in that scale yes like yes. you know he's uh genosha got destroyed but that's okay because that's fakey you know we don't expect that to impact real people but this is something where it's like uh you know oh like if this is this big it is ridiculous that they you know wait so long to nuke it you know, essentially, or like they can't have all the superheroes gone. You know, he, the, the, the panel where they explain it is like, they called in like a false threat or something like that, uh, which is like <laughs> such an extremely hand wavy thing. Um, Captain America like, receives a voicemail and alerts everybody. It takes it's, off. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's an Amber alert. And the, all Avengers assemble all like 87 of them. Like, I'm just imagining anybody sending 10 pizzas to Avengers mansion and then just being like, well, I guess we must've ordered it here let me let me let me get out uh let me calculate a seven percent tip uh for you soldier 
Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's silly. It's super silly. So, so no argument there. Um, you know, so he, uh, he talks about, um, calling the, you know, New York, a uh, new, new Genosha, mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of, and he's monologuing to Xavier. We don't know that, you know, uh, he talks about how he's, uh, tearing the X-Men apart one by one, killing them slowly, or he's monologuing to his team. Yeah. Xavier's not there yet. Yeah. Um, you know, was it worth pretending to be Zorn? Uh, yes, because the empire will build here will be, you know, have high speed magnetic rails and anti-gravity public transport. And basically talking about his utopia he wants to build. And on the next page, uh, Esme comes into the frame into the frame and is like, Oh yeah, hey, don't don't mind me who like did a lot of this for you. <laughs> like just keep yeah. talking like like I guess oh you did everything. Like, by the way, I brought Xavier here and your whole team. Yeah. Like you know, Xavier's Xavier? naked. What do you want us to do with him? Why did you undress him? That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> like he is naked. Um one of the uh things I really like about this is Esme uh is now really tarted up in how she dresses. And something that is, is a true thing for twins is that like, if you dress them all the same as kids that can really fuck them up and then eventually they get to become an adult and they really, really show their own style in like a overcorrection way. Mm-hmm. And I love this as Esme like cutting her hair and dressing up in a different way to like differentiate herself, differentiate herself from the Stefford cuckoos. Yes. And she's like left the hive mind. Um, Esme gets in trouble immediately for using um, Eric's first name. He insists on Magneto now um, and basically just says like, hey, you could at least say thank you. And he's like, mm, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're, you're now my brotherhood of evil mutants. And that's when we get the splash page of his new brotherhood, which is all of the people from the special class uh, and Esme. Yeah. Plus Toad. Yeah, Toad, Toad just, up. Do you think he like went to get Toad because he's like Toad is just his guy, like yeah. his, his his best bud at this point. Toad built that statue and got himself a place on the team. Uh, that that arc was also drawn by Phil Eminez, and Phil Eminez has when drawing Toad just has Toad's tongue sticking out for no reason a lot, every single uh, including frame, while dude. talking. It's really fucking um, gross when it happens when he's talking. Like there's a scene a little bit later where just he's saying something to a crowd and like I just like it's it's also Magneto. I don't want to be rude, but your team is twenty percent babies by volume. Like like it's pretty weird, man. Oh man, yeah, a lot of babies on your team. Like you know. Uh, but basically he's saying this is part of his, his, uh, his mission statement. Like I've turned the world on its head. The lowest are now the highest. Like these are the special kids. These are the misfits and the freaks and the mutants. It's the Stepford cuckoo who doesn't fit in. It's the kids, you know, who are, you know, not, uh, front and center at Xavier's school. And these are the people he's building his coalition from, yep. you know, real Bernie Sanders shit. Like he's, he's got a million individual donations from people like toad. He doesn't need the Cyclops super pack to give him a million dollars, you know, <laughs> Toad's so. got, got $2 and 70 cents rec- recurring every week. <laughs> Charles, I'm once again asking you. To- <laughs> uh, if I'm bored enough later tonight, I might make that meme because that's very, it's a, it's a good idea. Um, um we, the next page yeah. shows us a little panel of all of the X-Men missing plus Xavier, um, be, ha, have been neutralized by drawing the little X's over their face, uh, over their profile pictures. Mm-hmm. Ernst is wondering when Mr. Zord is coming back. Like she's kind of not getting that, um, this was all like him pretending. And we are introduced mm-hmm. to the dubious word via basilisk Zord Vestite, uh, which yeah. is yeah. aged, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Probably would not have happened here. Uh, Basilisk is not the most uh, PC of the no. characters in general, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it feels authentic to the character's voice, even if it's not something that I would, I would write or support yeah. writing today. Um, but Ernst is innocent. You know, Ernst doesn't really understand. 
Uh, and everyone's sick of her bullshit. Like Esme is like, well, you stop it. You little freak. Like you've been privileged. You don't understand what's going on, you know? And she's basically saying like, I would never hang out with these people, Eric. Like she's trying to ingratiate herself to teach her. Yes. Um, um, and also like that, that kind of sharpish attitude. Like we saw a little bit of that at the, at the mansion when she left, but now like now like it's coming in full bore and you're like, Oh, has she like, is this, her mind deteriorating from the kick like is this what we saw with quentin choir um, yeah yeah because like I, he he got angrier the more that he used that and that seems to be what's happening to her as well oh yeah esme is a total jerk you know and, and last episode where it's like martha's voice has gotten all snotty and bossy mm-hmm. like that's that's esme you know yep. esme esme is a villain um you know zorn at, at this point is very patient we're gonna see patience run out over the course of this arc but he's like you know there is no zorn the Ernst. like it was just a mask it was a performance and she just keeps saying yeah but he was nice like i i liked him uh, you know, because Magneto, uh, you know, the kids already know, like, this is horseshit. Um, Toad, you know, basically saying, like, uh, you know, where did you find these losers? And he's like, we build our armies where we can. We're all losers once, remember? Uh, because I don't know if you've ever seen First Appearance Toad, where he dressed up as a court jester. Uh, it's one of the mm-hmm. least dignified supervillains I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, also, his name is Toad, and he has Toad yeah. powers. <laughs> and he allows himself to be called Toad. Like, you if know? you were an armadillo man and your power was to curl up into a ball when attack, you'd be better off than long-tongued toad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Well, they call me shrinky. You know, they call me, they call me ball boy. Um, so uh, Basilisk, of course, is taking the piss out of this. He's teasing Esme, like, oh, you called him Eric again. You have an ob- obsession with an old Zorn Vestite. You should have your own special website. Uh, which I think is a good joke if it didn't say Zorn Vestite. Uh, and she's basically like, I have nothing in common with you. Like he's going to be the king of the world. I'm the person who really helped him. You guys are trash. You know, he needs me. Magneto starts giving this speech. So he's standing on top of a building. He's yelling down below. He's talking about the great day is coming. He's going to, um, it's his, his death was actually fake. It was just a virus designed to cripple, blah, 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 blah. And then like realizes, like, Oh, they're not reacting. Like, where did you even get this crowd? And Toad's like, yeah, nobody, they can't really see you. The speakers are distorting your voice. Like you've been dead a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, yeah. like, you're, you're going to have to work the crowd a little harder than that. And of course in this frame, Toad just definitely has his, t- his giant, enormous thick yeah. tongue and it out of his mouth. Ugh. Yeah. It's not just that um, it's out of his mouth. It's just that the tongue is so fucking like it's, it's thick. You know what I'm saying? It's very wide. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's a really big tongue. Like it's an emergency tongue. Like any, anybody who had this would die instantly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so he's how, a, did, how did Gary Butterfield die? Well, his tongue is six tongue. inches. Like yeah, long? Nope, not long. <laughs> no, I, I, he wishes. You know the how the Grinch sold uh, saves Christmas, uh, stole Christmas. Like you know how that happened with his heart. Well, <laughs> Gary, st- Gary, st- Gary stole something else, and uh, <laughs> Gary learned the gift of cunning linguist. And yeah. Yeah. Gary, Gary tried to go down on a bee. <laughs> and, <laughs> and had anaphylactic shock so oh god um <sighs> talk about it yeah, i met her on bumble i wish i was i wish uh, i could please my woman all the time <laughs> yes <laughs> the uh <laughs> um so the uh the planes come in and xavier you know magneto's like oh they don't believe it's me did no one tell them my name was magneto the master of magnetism you know doing his silver age villain thing and uh disintegrates these jets that are flying in to try yes. to stop this and the crowd you know goes wild they love it um but they don't pay attention to him long enough they all start looking away and, uh, yeah. and he asked toad like what's going on in tongue excuse me toad with yes. his tongue <laughs> literally wrapped around the back of his head says no one can see you up here like they can't see who you are um yeah. and 
Magneto gets frustrated. It's like, I'm going to go get some water. Like Toad, you, you deal with this. And he goes into the bathroom with Esme or their kitchen. I don't, I don't know why, like what, what area, I guess this yeah, is because it has a mirror. It's a cool looking bathroom. I, yeah. Yeah. But he, he's like, I need some water. Yes. You know, it, it's obviously code. Uh, and, and Esme is there for the kick and he's like, well, yeah. I guess I could have just one more once one more hit. Yeah, he says he says once more. Like uh he's there and he's he's bemoaning basically the the changes since he like he's old man yells at cloud. Like they lose interest so quickly now. I can barely finish a sentence. You know, and she's trying to pep talk him like, "Oh, it's just them. They have short attention spans and high expectations. They want the world's most charismatic super terrorist at the height of their power. They want the way you used to be." And he's and he's like, "Oh, kick. I guess I can try this just once more." When that's some real like attic. Like I think that caused a lot of confusion for people reading this. Um I th- I've definitely read accounts where people think this is the first time magneto has had kick uh but it's not like that is that is like addict language where he's like oh just one more hit won't hurt me but he's been doing this for a while uh you know to get kind of get his groove back yes um yeah. and once he takes the hit uh he starts going on to a super super villain speech uh yep. talking talk about all of the deaths in genosha um they how they were robbed by uh you know humankind and uh he says i am magneto i do not issue demands here today this is how it will be just basically going like on a long long form villain rant and then just starts destroying everything and including like most of the crowd that's gathered in front of him um and he starts throwing vehicles at buildings. And then he says, Xavier and his X-Men wanted us to build bridges between man and mutant, but we can fly and swim and leap. We will have no need for bridges. Uh, and then he just destroys the bridges leading into the Island. Um, yep. and a very like weird wavy kind of fashion, which looks pretty dope. I think. Yeah. This is, this is a great, like just power porn, mm-hmm. you know, Magneto with five times his power is scary as hell. Uh, you know, cause he's, he's one of the most powerful supervillains, uh, you know, continuing his speech he's you know, we have no need for human laws or human opinions or even human beings, um, destroys the statue of Liberty, which I love no fallout from that or anything. It destroys yeah. the statue of Liberty and Ellis Island, like the entire fucking oh, yeah. Island. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Im- no immigration. He goes straight Trump administration on this shit. Um, Ellis Island confirmed. No Krokoa here. Yeah. Krokoa. No Krokoa here. Um, the, uh, so, so we go over to uh, the nighttime where they're kind of having this rally um, and Esme is like just pushing the, the humans, you know, she's holding a whip, but she's just pushing the humans around with her mind. Like the whip is just for show, you know, and just kind of making them march like they're playing with them. This is dark shit, right? Yeah, like this, this is, is some night of broken glass stuff. Um, you know, they're, they're, they tear apart a you man like he's there and they literally just like use their powers and rip him open. Check out the uh, the mutant on the left hand side of that panel, which screaming "kill the human flat skin!" Like just oh that, that jaw, right? <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ, it's a scary mutant. <laughs> yeah. that, like that, obviously, like she's gonna go evil. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, like well, they, they they call me Death Jaw. I'm thinking about applying for the X Men, but you know if they won't take me. Um, uh, and the kids are watching this, and they're not like uniformly into it. Like Toad and Esme are like, hey, hey, hey. But Basilisk is like only a total drug addict could think this up. Magneto hates these people, doesn't he? He's starting, you know, he's still got a smile, but he's starting to like take it a little bit more seriously. And Beak, who we know is a good guy, this is not what Beak signed up for. No. You know, like he's saying this is terrible. Is, is Beak wearing a Green Lantern shirt? Is that what that symbol is? I don't really know uh, Green Lantern stuff very well, but that can take, take a look real quick. Um, uh, it's similar, but it's not the same thing. Green Lantern has like a flat uh, thing on top. It's pretty similar. It's like a sideways Green Lantern shirt. 
It's 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 the Green Lantern that caused the Great Chicago Fire. Uh, <laughs> AKA the worst lantern ever. Yeah. Seriously, in the history of lanterns. Like that's one of the worst ones, man. Yeah, most most uh, of them have been pretty good. Most of them yeah. just shed light. That's good. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, they got they got one job. Um so, so we cut over Magneto is still monologuing over this, which I understand like when you're talking about how you, this feels so over the top and stuff like mm-hmm. a lot of this is Magneto monologuing by volume. Yes. Uh, in the first half of this. And I can understand how it gets a little exhausting. I think they're trying to show him getting increasingly unhinged. Like the art shows him like really sweaty. Yeah. yeah. You know, which I can point. appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, the, the kick yeah. stuff I think is also really interesting. Like, like again, having that explosion of power and then also having like the instability that comes with it. Right. Yeah. Um, just like he's magneto going insane like that's a really interesting kind of thing it's just like all of this stuff again destroying like you know it it was at this point of my reread i realized like oh yeah none of this is going to matter like all of this is going to get wiped out via like phoenix force retcon stuff which is fine and great like i don't i don't necessarily mind the ending to all of this it's just it it lacks a little when you reread it when you realize like oh yeah he's doing all of this but nothing of it matters whatsoever like it's all going to get undone well, th- this stuff still happens like the, the Phoenix comes through and resets at the point where uh, Scott is standing at Jean's grave. Like, that's the point where history. But it's like fucking time oh. travel shit, man. I, you know, I can't blame anybody for not picking up on it because it's confusing. But like, yeah. that's the articulation point that the Phoenix fixes. Uh, she doesn't undo all this stuff, even though Magneto is still alive because they immediate like, you know, so Grant Morrison always intended for this to be the real Magneto mm-hmm. uh, taken over by John Sublime and stuff. And then. Marvel was like, nah, we like Magneto. Give him to Chris Claremont to do like a, an absolutely unreadable series called Excalibur and the ruins of Genosha. That's like one of the worst comics I've ever read. You know, so he shows up again. Callisto gets instead of arms. Callisto has uh, three tentacles on each side. Yeah, you never be telling me about that. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's 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 extremely bad. But originally the idea like was this all happened. Um, yeah. But it's it, you know, I can't blame anybody for not thinking it did because there's no fallout. Like, where's the Avengers issue of them being like, oh, shit, our house died. Yeah. You know, Jarvis, like, like just pulling Jarvis's skin out of the ashes, you know, where, like, <laughs> where's the issue of Spider-Man where he doesn't have any buildings to swing from anymore and he's just yeah. walking around like a dumbass. <laughs> he, yeah. like, he has a good GTA his way across town. Where's unhappy Hogan? You know, where's unhappy like, Hogan? Just, it? Yeah. yeah, I just, I you know, it, it, it's treated because of comic books like it doesn't matter. And then they do a thing about how part of this you know stuff was undone. But the thing that was excised is the future is that one, you know, the, the here comes tomorrow arc never happens, uh, because Scott decides not to give up. So, you know, that's what the Phoenix did with time travel. Um, so, so he's yeah. Magneto is, is monologuing to specifically Xavier uh, and saying yes. like, you know, your pacifist Institute is where I train my soldiers. Now a place for young warriors to be indoctrinated with the burning hatred and contempt for the genetically impure, um, yeah. like a lot of, like a lot of flower language and stuff. Um, and he said he did have to redesign the Institute and we get this full screenshot full, I keep saying full screen, uh, this double page spread of the Institute just totally on fire and him dismantling it like piece yeah. by piece. It looks cool. Um, He's walking in the air. Yeah. You know, over it. This looks great. And then we cut over to Xavier, uh, naked in his tank with his modesty bubbles over his ding dong. Uh, and Magneto is like, so tell me I'm right. Do it now or do it later. But you will tell me that I'm right. You know, which I, I like as a line. I like, um I really I appreciate wanna. that anytime a supervillain gets access to like their 
they're they're good guy, right? Like they're chosen guy yeah. that they they put him in one of these tanks and then just put a lot of tubes on him, just a lot oh, yeah. of fucking tubes, right? Like just we got to put one in the butt, we got one coming from the dick, we got like ten. He's a telepath, yeah. so we got to put like fourteen of them in the fucking head, like right? Let's put yeah, one yeah. in the spine just to see. We don't know. I don't even know what this tube does. I don't know if it pushes or pulls. Am I putting stuff in him or am I taking stuff out? I don't know. Let's just put it somewhere. Remover. The spine unremover. Uh oh. Um, this one is either yeah. for a thumb or a dick. I can't tell. I don't know which one I'm supposed to clip it on. <laughs> yeah. This one has alligator like, teeth. It must be for nipples. <laughs> wait, 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 what does a human need in water? Well, air. We might as well be sure, though. Like, let's, let's give them a lot more than air. Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty silly. It is. It is pretty silly. Uh, and I don't mind. Like, this is, you know, this is oh. classic X-Men stuff. Like, a, 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 I... I, I I I had some complaints when we started talking about this, and and I still have those same complaints. But like you said, it's still the best arc of X Men probably ever. Um, like not our, it's, like run it's, run. You know, like me. this yeah, arc yeah, like, is not the best run in the, the the best arc in this run by any means. But yeah, the run is still extremely good. I think yes. Um, um and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Like obviously we know, but uh, kind of running through this with you has been is always fun. So I'm looking forward yeah, yeah. to the next issue. It, it's been really satisfying to see how Magneto sublime uh, took apart the X-Men and then over the next couple of issues, watching them put themselves back together uh, is really good. It ties into the themes really well because it's not the X-Men who do it. It's like the kids who lead the charge and like end up putting together the resistance, you know, which is like really important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to the, the old ways, not counting, like there's still like a billion really, really good things about how this, this articulates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot. I know I brought up this comic before, but it's just like Grant Morrison's Marvel work around the same time. Um, Fantastic one, three, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. really good. And that's really also Dr. Doom systematically taking apart the Fantastic Four and then them coming together to put themselves back together. Yeah. Uh, very similar stories to this, this arc actually. Yeah. That shit works really yeah. well. I, I like that round. Um, yeah. Um, it's good. It's just a mini series. It's weird. Like if you just want to read one really good Fantastic, Fantastic Four story. That is a, that's a good one. Um, so we'll be back uh, with the, with the continuation of this. this is a five issue arc. So we got some yes. time left, uh, next in a couple days. Um, if you want to support this network, go to patreon.com slash or go to Apple podcast and leave us a rating or review. Yeah. Um, do both of those things. If you want to talk about your feelings about the new X-Men as we're getting closer to wrapping up the full run, we're going to do a feedback episode. You go to days of future slash contact to send us a message. You can also go to D O F C podcast on Twitter and DM us or use D O F C podcast at gmail.com to email us. All of that stuff will come to me and I will put it in somewhere in the feedback episode. And we will talk about mm-hmm. your opinions. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll be back in a couple more days. Absolutely. 